Hey, welcome back to the Prosperous Life Podcast, everybody. And thank you so much for joining in. Today is a special day because we're having Crystal Renee on. And it's so exciting because we've known each other for a little over a year. She's a, she's a spiritual life coach. And the amazing part about this is she's helping survivors of narcissistic, probably said that wrong, abuse to peel off these negative side effects of abuse so people can really start to live a prosperous life. So welcome to the show, Crystal. Thank you, Brayden. Of course. And as you guys know, I'm Brayden Belknap, and I'm so excited to have you guys. With that in mind, let's uh, let's jump in. So narcissistic abilities, what are some of the main mindsets that some people struggle with after getting out of a relationship? So, um, all right. So, all right, we're just going to go deep into this right now. So <laughs> something that I've also, the, the pattern that I've recognized is that people that are in narcissistic abusive relationships, it kind of stems back to childhood. Um, and it's something, this is not, you know, they can, I think that when they get older, they can see the pattern, but most people don't recognize where it stems from. And it's kind of, uh, low self-esteem, financial issues. I mean, low self-esteem is like the ultimate, right? Because then if you have low self-esteem, then you're not walking your purpose. You are hesitant to do the things that you like to do. Usually there's manipulation. You don't really know your authentic self because they usually manipulate you into thinking that you are less than you actually are in order to control you. Um, there's just so much. Um, and learning to be your authentic self is the way that you get out of these manipulative relationships. Cause if you know yourself, no one can tell you otherwise. Oh, I love that. So let's say somebody that's in a relationship right now going through this and they're ready to start the transformation of themselves. Where do you feel like is a good place for them to start? Usually seeing exactly like getting that self-awareness of where you actually are. So usually I start really basic with uh, the different series, like the different uh, sections of your life, you know, family, your home, your job, um, your, uh, your savings. Um, if you're walking your purpose, just going through and just seeing what their perspective is of where they're at. Um, and sometimes um, I'll include like tarot and oracle reads in that because a lot of the times what I've noticed is with people that have that lack of self-awareness, that helps me to see the blind spots. I love that. Aware awareness, I believe, is the first step. I, I don't just believe. I know. And I think everybody knows. It's really the first step to transformation. If you're not willing to see the crap, then you can't really transform it. Exactly. It's and that's hard even though. In, even in your relationships, you might absolutely love somebody. And after being with them, even for sometimes 20 years, 30 years, and you just have decided to put the blinders onto their red flags that you haven't been being treated right. Yes. And then, 
And that's another oh. thing. That's a big part of it too, is like when you finally do like end that relationship, all of a sudden, like I see a pattern of depression and it's not even being upset with that other person. It's more of being upset with themselves or even myself. Cause it's just like, Oh wait, I saw that red flag. I saw that red flag, but I ignored it. And then getting frustrated, you know, with yourself for ignoring those red flags. Exactly. Do you feel like there's any way for anybody to see the red flags earlier? Or do you feel like that's just, again, coming back to awareness and the choice to see them? Um, I guess it's, it's definitely a, a, a combination of both. Um, I know a lot of people when they hear when, especially when the, the narcissism word, it gets thrown around like confetti. Um, but the reality of it is when we think about the spectrum, the spectrum, we have the empathy spectrum and then we have the narcissism spectrum and we all have empathy and we all have narcissism, but where are you on the scale? Um, so with that, it's see like when you get that that realization of where you are on the scale um, and learning about narcissism and generally can help you to um, to see the patterns, see those red flags. Like if you don't know about it, like even myself learning about like boundaries, learning about narcissism, I'm just like, oh my gosh, wow. Um, not only did I put up with that, but I see it in me, you know, like I'll see like little things where I'm just like, ew, that's, that's something that I do. And then working through that and being like, all right, cool. Now that I recognize that I can work through that so that I don't, that I no longer participate in activities like that or um, in doing things like that, that hurt other people or hurt myself. So to say the least, we all have some narcissism in us. We all do love ourselves sometimes in an unhealthy way, but when we recognize that, it's important to not judge yourself so you can transform it. Yes, not, yes, not judge yourself, but also, yes, to transform it because there are some people that you can point it out to them in a, in a nice way and they don't care. So it's like, then you know they're really high on the scale too. <laughs> There's also <laughs> that. If you point something out to someone and then they get defensive, that's kind of like, Oh, I'm going to love you from a distance because you're, you're content with being that way. So it's, it's not for me to hate you or dislike you. I'm still going to love you, but we're going to keep our distance because I need to take care of me and you don't want to change. So I can't help you. So I'm just going to love you from a distance. So tell me or tell them, tell me, cause I'm also curious about the scale of empathy and narcissism. So, okay, so I guess it would more be, um, hmm. so I do have this like quiz that it, it's called like, how aware are you? So it has like, uh, I think it has like, where is it? Let me just get it out. Um, here it is. So really quickly going through these questions. So it's how self-aware are you? And it's like, um, the questions are, I'm an extraordinarily talented person. And then like through them, you say strongly agree, agree, neither disagree, strongly disagree. Um, I can make anyone believe anything I want them to. That one's like a big, I, I call it like a yuck. 
because it's just like that just proves that you're okay with be with manipulating people right yeah um there's a lot I can learn from other people. And some people, like if you're, if you're low on the narcissism scale, you're going to say, yes, there is a lot that I can learn from other people. But if you're high on the narcissism scale, you have that mentality that, that you don't need to learn from anyone else because you think that you know everything. Interesting. Um, it makes me uncomfortable. We should go through like five of those questions and answer them. Okay. All right. So I guess what I'll do is I'll put a B, I'll put a B and a K next to them. Yeah. So there are 12 questions. Do you just want to do all 12? Let's do it. Yeah, that'll be fine. Right. So remember, it's strongly agree, agree, neither agree or disagree, disagree or strongly disagree. Okay. Okay. So I'm an extraordinarily talented person. Strongly agree. All right. I put agree. You said strongly agree. Um, I can make anyone believe anything I want to. Disagree. So I would say agree simply for the reason that I feel like I can convince people of the light. And I know this is like the narcissistic <laughs> scale, but my reason behind this is because in my belief, there's two different kinds of manipulations. Manipulation to see somebody's light, so see they're good. Mm. Somebody not may not feel good enough, but if I can convince them otherwise, then I think it's serving them. But I would, my ability to see the light in other people and convey that, I think is a serving. I hear you. You know, what's funny is uh, we were, we had maybe a few weeks back, we were having an astrology conversation and it was um, the person that was conducting the conversation was a Virgo. And he was talking to like, I'm a Pisces and he was talking to some other Pisces. Uh, and maybe it was, I think it was either about our sun sign or our, it had to have been about our sun sign. And it was talking about like how Pisces uh, can be very manipulative. And I was like, oh, kind of like hurt my feelings a little mm -hmm. bit. But um, he was reading about it and just like saying, like it was kind of going along with like the things that you were just saying about seeing the light in someone else and like convincing them to see that light in themselves as well. Um and manipulating them into understanding. And I was just like, oh, this feels very fucked up. Yeah. Like, I just <laughs> think there's like, I think there's one side of manipulation that's evil and one side of it that's really light that holds yeah. an amazing energy. Let's say I'm like having a coaching conversation. This person has the money, isn't struggling at all by me convincing that coaching is going to best serve them. And then I show up fully every single coaching conversation they do as well. And at the end of three months, six months, a year, their entire life's transformed. Is that bad or is that good? Okay. All right. So we have to make, we have to say positive transformation, right? Cause we can, cause yeah. someone can transform their life and it turned to shit. Right. <laughs> So <laughs> positive transformation. Yes. <laughs> I am married to adjectives. Like I'm going to be real honest. Cause like my thing is I have to be like, 
especially when we talk about like law of attraction and things like that, like the words that we speak in, like they have to be intentional or else we are going to end up um, bringing to us things that we don't want. <laughs> so I've learned that I have to be very specific about how I speak or I very in intentional. I agree with that 100%. So I think if you're going to, being manipulative make sure it's serving everyone yeah not just make, yourself yeah make sure it's serving the greater good there we exactly. go i like that thank you <laughs> that's awesome okay so question three there is a lot i can learn from other people strongly agree i would strongly agree with that as well right we like we all have something to learn from each other regardless of the lesson there's something to be learned the homeless people, you can walk up and learn some of the most beautiful lessons from them. Yes. Some people look at them as nobodies or nothing. Some people don't even but there is a soul within them and they do serve a purpose as well. You look at people like Ed Sharon, 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 I don't know how to say his name. He used to be homeless. I didn't know that. Look at the impact he's made. Yeah. When he was homeless, did we not have anything to learn about him? Yeah. Ooh, I wonder what his sign is. He's probably definitely a water sign. That would make sense. But genuinely, like the homeless person that you walk by, could be the next Ed Sharon. Right? I mean, or it could be a veteran, someone that has served us and has helped us that, you know, there they're so there are gazillion, like you don't know what anyone else has gone through. So uh people that look down at homeless, those are kind of people that I like <laughs> kind of have a hard time we'll, respecting. We'll love from a distance. <laughs> Wait, what? oh yes, yes, yes. Love from a distance. Well, that looked down on those people. We can love them from a distance. I'm like, oh, okay. So, a couple years ago, and if you've ever been to Salt Lake, have you ever been down here in Salt Lake before? No. All right, we got to get you down here sometime. No, seriously. So, with the holidays coming up, there's something called Temple Square, okay. and they do the most beautiful lights, and they do like kind of a the Bible story and they do like sceneries. Anyways, it's super amazing. So a lot of people will go down there and walk, walk around them throughout the, the season, mm -hmm. holiday season. We went to dinner afterwards one time, me, my mom and my siblings. And there was this homeless guy and he had a bunch of papers and this, it was in downtown. So there's a lot of homeless and this restaurant, my mom's sweetest lady. So she's like, hey, I would like to pay for his meal, just secretively. And we asked them what they were doing. That restaurant uh, only allows this one homeless person in their restaurant as long as they're open. And he comes and he writes his book every single day that he's hoping to get published. And he's there like at least once two three times a day somebody's paying for his mail every single day and he just comes and just writes his book i love it 
I love it. The universe is taking care of him <laughs> while he's do while he's walk. The universe is taking care of him while he's w- walking his purpose. Exactly. It's like that book. I bet it's amazing. Right. Honestly. Oh my gosh. Now I want to know who this man is. So we can see <laughs> what this book is. What is it that you've been spending this time doing? Oh my gosh. It's pretty cool. And the thing is, these people just like really like this homeless guy, but he doesn't talk. Like well, he just writes. He probably has the most beautiful energy. Yeah. He just writes. He doesn't talk. He just writes. Well, he's talking then, right? If he's writing, he's talking. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to see, uh, see how his words have manifested. I agree. And I think that's a huge thing in today's culture is judging self comparatively to somebody else. For instance, somebody I really look up to is Lions Not Sheep, Sean Wallen. He's been in business since 2014. So he has a coaching group. He has a clothing company. He's doing really everything that I would want to. Do you know how easy it would be for me to judge where I'm at to compare to him? And to, since 2014, I'm not saying I'm judging him or judging myself comparatively to him, but it would be easy to. It's like you have a purpose. You have a journey. You cannot compare your journey to somebody else's just yes. because... This homeless guy is homeless, writing a book, doesn't make him any less of a person compared to myself. We all have a purpose. But also part of that too, and this is something that I have had to work on myself, is when we compare ourselves to people that even in our industry or whatever industry in general, we also have to realize that being a solopreneur, right, is different than people that have a whole team. You know, like he can say one thing, but then he has other people that are executing what it is he wants. So it's just like we have to we have to appreciate where we are on the journey, because it's not to say that you're not going to have a whole flight, a, a whole team behind you at some point, And that's going to make a significant difference. Oh, hugely. Right? It's like you have a destiny to fulfill while you're here, in my belief. God gave you a purpose for you to do X, Y, and Z. Yes. It doesn't matter how you execute on it. It's the mm. purpose behind it. <laughs> yeah. well, it does matter how you execute it, right? <laughs> I guess, like for me, like let's say my destiny is to help people become their authentic selves, create their vision for life so they can live a prosperous life. I believe that's my vision. Whether I do that through speaking or one-on-one coaching, I believe I fulfill the purpose. Now, if you decide to come down here and be an asshole, then we're we're talking differences here. And I agree with that. So I guess where I was going with that is sometimes uh, when we see people that have gotten off the path, they had good intentions to do something good. And then someone manipulated them into doing something that was maybe low vibrational um, with the with a thought pattern. Oh, like it may be bad, but the good that you can do with that bad is uh, is worth it. If that makes any sense, like seeing people get off the path with the intentions of doing something good. um, But really, they ended up doing some pretty awful things. I hear that. I agree with that 100%. And that also just kind of triggered a thought in my mind is how often are we manipulating ourselves? Mm. Mm. Because we say we're not good enough at doing something or comparing ourselves. And yeah, like 
trying to create something and then you compare yourself to another entrepreneur or a different business model and you're actually along the right journey but you manipulate yourself to say that hey you're not doing the right thing you need to be doing what they're doing oh my gosh you're not fulfilling your purpose wow so how often are we narcissists against ourselves hmm. and i think that's where the awareness piece comes in being able to be like hey i'm very well aware that this makes me happy this fulfills me i'm good at it I love what I'm doing and I'm making an impact and whether I'm getting the results or not that I want right now, I see that I am going to get it in the future if I keep working towards it. Might not be right now. It's not yet. Mm, yes, not okay. yet. It's when you're in the not yet stage, being able to have the persistence, the re relentlessness to not manipulate yourself to change journeys. Oh, and something that I don't even remember where I read it, but I had to text it to myself. And what I texted myself this morning was imperfect action. Mm -hmm. I love that. A consistent, I heard this the other day from, I think his name, Scott Prescott. No, something like that. <laughs> uh, Bryce Prescott. Okay. He said, and not that I care for the terms idiot. I think it carries a low vibration. Uh, but he says an inconsistent idiot will succeed a lot more than an inconsistent genius. Because Ooh. somebody that's not smart, book smart, if they keep on showing up, at some point they will win. Even if it takes 10 years. But if a genius just shows up once in a while, they'll never be able to get the results that they want. Okay. So a consistent idiot versus an inconsistent genius. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Huh. So I like this. <laughs> I like that, honestly, a lot because it's true. I know, but then it also hurt my feelings because I was like, I don't think I'm a genius. So like, where am I on this scale? And I'm not, <laughs> you know, and I'm not consistent. It's <laughs> just like, God damn. <laughs> Honestly, I, and that's where I don't necessarily care for the idiot. I yeah. think it's uh, like where I would put on my scale on, let's say coaching. I think I was gifted with the ability to see people's light truly being able to see what they're capable of becoming and not what they're where they're at Two, i think i'm gifted with the ability to convey and to speak in an effective manner to where people listen in i think i'm monotone sometimes truthfully but i think i speak so low that it captivates people and if i can learn how to use that more and more my point is, I don't think I was gifted all this knowledge of coaching and how to transform your life with awareness, identity, your vision, your mindset. I've been consistent for eight plus years of reading day in, day out, studying, which has allowed me to now serve people. So I don't think I'm an idiot. I don't think I'm a genius with coaching. I just think it's I'm right there in the middle where I just have seen my vision was aware of where I was at and I decided to show up every single day in order to fill that gap. Yes. You were choosing not to be uh, 
an idiot. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was an idiot before I started. I didn't know anything. I was an idiot about coaching. What is that? A book I can read? A podcast that will tell me how to become aware about myself? All this stuff is free. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. to me, an idiot is somebody that is a victim. Mm, that not a big door. Like my relationship's struggling or my business is struggling. Like I'm struggling. I'm struggling mentally. I don't know how to write a book. There is a book out there on how to write a book. There's a book. There's <laughs> a website. There, there, and you don't like there, not even, not even talking about paid resources. There are so many free re- resources that you can find to literally. There is YouTube. You literally exactly. can figure out anything through YouTube. I mean, obviously not everyone is a professional, but it at least gives you a good understanding. Um, and so there are plenty of opportunities. So when people complain about things, it's really hard for me to, you know, like, trust me, I'm a very empathetic person, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, if you don't want to do anything about it, you kind of lose my empathy. Well, uh, we'll love those people from a distance as well. Right? <laughs> Man. <laughs> Let's go on to the next question. All right. So the next question is, it makes me uncomfortable to be the center of attention. I, I'm working on that. Uh, for me personally, it does make me uncomfortable, but I'm working on that. Um, so like even when like so even when I stream, like people will get in the box and it'll be like my favorite thing because everyone else can talk. And sometimes I like I like I'm a Virgo moon. So like I like analyzing things. So I personally would love to just like watch other people talk and then just like listen. And um sometimes like while other people are talking, like I'll just have whole conversations with them in my head of like responding to them. <laughs> <laughs> without saying no. um but okay so the answer for me is i disagree with um no it makes me uncomfortable to be the center of attention so i'm going to agree with that but i need to but i think that i do need to work on that and i know that is like to want to be the center of attention is kind of like on the narcissistic part but then i kind of like hone that to astrology and like I don't know. There are certain sun. There are certain signs that that's naturally what they are. So, like, is that a bad thing? Like, if they're doing some, especially if they're doing good things. Yeah. There's a neither one, right? Uh, there's strongly agree, agree, neither agree or disagree, disagree or strongly agree. So neither agree or disagree. Okay. And I'll tell you why. I hate being the center of attention. Let's say we're with 10 people. I don't like being the center of attention then. But if I'm in, um, let's say, a stage up front on social media where I'm speaking, then I'm okay. Heard. But you know what? Uh, You know what? Maybe it's like, it's, it's one of those things that if you're sharing knowledge, that it is, it is important for you to be okay with being in the center of attention. But if you are just doing some reckless dumb shit and you're just doing that for attention, that I think that's where it is, you know, a negative trait. Yep. I would agree with that. That's exactly where I'm at. (laughs) All right. I hear you. Um, I find it easy and enjoyable to manipulate people. Neither I 
wait, fun to manipulate people? Yeah, I find it easy and enjoyable to manipulate people. This is where I struggle. If I find it very enjoyable to have a conversation with somebody with severe anxiety to then convincing them to find peace with their future. Mm. Oh my gosh. You're, you're totally altering this quiz <laughs> like in a good way, but it's like giving me, and that's what you just, like just did. You just gave me another perspective, right? Yeah. Hmm. I said, I take everything too literal sometimes. I know, but you know that I do the same thing. So it's <laughs> I, I find that very enjoyable to have a coaching conversation and with an entire hour transforming one thing and their entire reality being different from that day on. Yeah. Is an amazing experience. I don't care if I do it for free because I do do a lot of coaching for free. Mm -hmm that conversation is just something that I'll never forget. Okay. But all right. So I hear you. And I, and I, I think that we should still continue to have the conversation the way that we are having this conversation. <laughs> but I think that like the book, when it says manipulate, it's kind of, it's coming from the place of making other people, uh, manipulating other people to get what you want. Okay, strongly disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear you and I love that. And I still want to talk about, like, I still think that we should talk from that perspective also of how it could be healthy to manipulate in that way. Um, yes. But I just want to, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> if you are answering the question with the book's terminology, <laughs> yeah. then go get some therapy. <laughs> exactly. That was the first time, yeah. Um, I can talk my way out of anything. Disagree. I would say I agree with that one. Okay. <laughs> so also, so I feel like, so the reason why I said disagree is, is like, there are lots of times where I've gotten like, uh, where, you know, the universe has my back where I've like, you know, gotten out of parking tickets or gotten out of vault, but it's not because I like talked my way out of them. It was just like, they kind of just graced me with it. I wasn't trying to get out of those things, but it was just like, kind of like, you know what? And I'm just like, okay, thank you. See, I just think if I was, if somebody came to me at something with a ticket or I got pulled over or something happened at work or my business and they're like, Hey, you did this. And that was really bad <clears throat> in my mind. It's like, Hey, you're right. I did do that. And this wasn't okay for X, Y, and Z. And this is how I'm going to solve it for next time. And it won't happen again. Mm, I like so that. it's like, when I do that, it's just me taking responsibility instead of reacting to the situation. When somebody reacts, I think that just makes a cop or a parking ticket person or the boss react back, which creates an unnecessary situation. But if you just take responsibility, admit what you did in detail and establish the next best steps for it not to happen again, that's where I feel like a lot of people have let me go because then it just doesn't happen again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and you just talked about how to actually give a sincere apology. 
Exactly. It's just, it's simple to take responsibility. Might hurt your ego a little bit, but you have to, if you want to really transform yourself in life and transform whoever the other person you're dealing with with. Yeah. Um, if you're a narcissist, and again, maybe I'm taking this book way too literal, but if you're a narcissist and let's say you're married and you go cheat on your wife and then you convince her that you didn't and you're gaslighting them and you convince them of what you wanted, then in my opinion, you're a bastard and you have something wrong with you. Facts. Facts on facts. I mean, so. but then if we're going to get into it also, ultimately someone who cheats, uh, I feel like the, the, that a societal like norm is that people are like, what could I have done? Or, you know, what did I do? But it's just like that person who cheats, it's, it's them looking for them looking for validation in some way that they can't find within themselves. Exactly. So that's the only reason I say I agree, but for the Brooks terms, let's go back to it. Can I change my answer yeah. to strongly disagree? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like to show off my body. Strongly disagree. So like this. So, okay. So like I struggle with this because sometimes I can like, I can wear a top that like has some cleavage in it. So I guess like, I don't know, like, is that awful? But I'm like, you know, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm moderate of how I do things. Um, but will I wear like a tight outfit or like, I don't So I'm just going to disagree. Um, because I I'll think share my can... perspective on that if you want. Yeah. Yes, please. I think it's the energy behind it. Two mm. girls or two men can wear the same outfits. One man could be happily married and just doing it because he likes that for him and he likes the way he looks. The other man might be looking for attention from the other two women okay. or vice versa. Okay. I think it's the energy that you put out there. All right. Cool. Thank you. You made me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. I usually get the respect that I deserve. So I'm going to, I'm for me personally, I'm going to see neither agree or disagree because I feel like the way that someone respects me actually from my perspective doesn't really have anything to do with me. Like someone who doesn't respect themselves can't respect me. I agree. I would put that as well. Because I respect anybody that deserves respect. And at my place of life, I'm okay not being respected by everybody because I also know I'm not perfect. I may make a mistake at some point in my life, and I probably will make a mistake today. In some, I'm okay being misunderstood, I guess is what I'm saying. If I genuinely yeah. make a mistake and a person decides not to respect me for it, I'm okay with that. Because I can walk away knowing I was, it was just a mistake. Yes. And or a, a mistake that's not going to be repeated because that's definitely important too, right? I mean, but we also talked about that already, but yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I will make others feel bad to make me look good. Strongly disagree. Right. I didn't, I didn't even need to hear your answer. I know that I knew. It <laughs> <laughs> like that's just wild. Did um, you put that down? Just yeah. Kidding. <laughs> yeah. And you know, what's funny is uh, I can see that it was circled. And for the person that I, that had taken this quiz, 
uh, he'd also chosen strongly disagree. And then I watched him in uh, like on streaming. There's like these verses, like these battles. And I literally watched him with someone that was like, he was like, oh, you know, like cause there's like this whole like troll thing where people will, like troll other people for like no reason. And so, you know, I call them the, the wounded people that are just, you know, hurt people that want to hurt people but also i watched him where he was in a verse with someone and like he's asking them questions and telling them that that their questions weren't worthy enough to be answered all of this nonsense and i'm like and the person literally was like hey listen i just got done work you know i'm just i just came on here just chill and have some conversations and he's just picking at this person and i'm like wait you said strongly disagree but you are literally like saying these mean things to this person because you want to be on your high horse. And I was like, mm, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, buddy, that's not cool. <laughs> no. Yeah. And then it was just like, what do you want from me? I'm not perfect. And I was just like, wait, so that's what you got out of it. You got out of it because you're not perfect. It's okay for you to do stuff like that. Why don't you recognize that and maybe be a nicer person? But also when they're high on the narcissism scale, they're okay with that. Yeah, that is not okay. Um, I find compliments embarrassing. Strongly disagree. I'm in the middle. I'm in the neither the neither agree or disagree because for like because as a woman, I guess it's sometimes it just sometimes will make me feel uncomfortable depending on you know what the compliment is or um and i'm also and this is this is probably has to do with like my wounds is like what is it that you want behind that compliment like what are you trying to like if you compliment me what are you trying to get from me so it kind of makes me feel uncomfortable a little bit like I, guess, I hear that i hear you there yeah um I guess part of me, and this has taken me a while to get here, but trusting my intuition. Mm -hmm. so like if somebody's complimenting me excessively, then I agree. I would be like, hmm, what are you trying to like get out of me here? Yeah. But mm -hmm. if somebody's genuine, like, hey, I think your eyes are beautiful or I really like your hair or what you're doing in coaching, you're really making an impact on this world. Yes. I can fully accept. Huh. But if it's excessive... That's where I'd be like, either you're putting me on a pedestal and I, I'm not, we're, we're here together, like we're same level, or you're trying to get something from me. I agree. I would be asking those questions. But yeah. if it's like once in a while here and there, then I can accept it and not feel embarrassed. Mm, so you brought about, so what you're describing is uh, called love bombing when someone is just like continuously giving you like all of these compliments and intention and uh yeah so that's kind of like when someone does that that for me personally that's like a red flag for me i agree with that mainly because i never want to be put on a pedestal right at some point i would love to have millions of followers for the sheer fact of being able to impact people and having that ability mm-hmm even like Jesus, he wants to make the impact. He has made the impact. He's never really looked to be put on a pedestal. Same thing with Buddha. 
always never wanted to have a name, just wanted to make the impact. He never wanted to be put on a pedestal. Mm, so it just made me think of Game of Thrones. I have no name. Exactly. Mm. Well, I've never seen that, but I get... You have seen Game of Thrones? <laughs> I haven't, no. <laughs> <laughs> Right. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next one, next one is, I like showing off if I get the chance. Strongly disagree. Same here. Like showing off, I feel is like, like why? Like For being your intention, feel good. Yeah, like being your authentic self. If 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 being your authentic self is like light, you naturally, I guess, are kind of like showing off. But having those intentions of I need to show off or I need to flaunt this or whatever just seems like a little twisted. Yeah, I just I like showing up. Like my my thing is. I do have the confidence that if I'm going to the party, I am the party. Like I'm going to be fun. I'm going to be exciting. But when I go to the party, if nobody likes me, I can walk away with full confidence that I was my authentic self. And those were just not my people. That's cool too. Right. Yeah. I love that. And maybe not to hang out with those people anymore. <laughs> yeah. If I go to an entrepreneurship party or a life coaching party, I already know that there is going to be at least some people there that are my people because those are the people that I fit in with. Yes. Well, yeah, because you have so much in common with them too, right? Exactly. And the kind of the same mindset because that's vital. They want to grow. Exactly. Let's be real. In this world, life coaches are marketing to about 1% of the people mm -hmm. at most 3%. Out of a hundred people I talk to, maybe all of them say they want to change, but about 10% mean it and about one to 3% actually take action. Yes. The whole, the action part, <laughs> that part, because there are so many, Oh, I want to, I want, I want this and I want that, but are you going to work to get what you want? And they're like, Oh, I can't just wish it. <laughs> exactly. But they're like, I want to be wealthy. But it takes a lot of work to start a business. A shit ton. I want to transform my life, but I have to read a 200 book in 30 days to get the result I want. Well, yeah, you need to do the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Ooh, the last one is, I am always right. Strongly disagree. Right? I feel like, uh, oh, and that person wrote strongly agree. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I sometimes, not going to lie, in the past I have known I was wrong and still wanted to be right. So I went along with it. I've grown from that point. I'm happily to admit that I am wrong now. That took mm -hmm. some work, though. All right, so 12 questions. And then Crystal Raiden. All right, so um, do you want to talk about something else while, while, I'm, while I'm tallying this up? 
Yeah, let's do it. So we talked a lot about narcissism today. Yes, we did. We've talked about living a purposeful life, being able to see people for who they truly are. I feel like this podcast can truly serve them, but I think a main a main theme of today was living your purpose, living your destiny and showing up to be your authentic self. I want to come back to the question if somebody's like, Hey, I want to start living my purpose. I want to start being my authentic self. And I have the awareness of where I'm at and where I want to go. What are the one to three steps that you feel they can take in order to make that happen for themselves? So for, for, uh, you know, what's funny is I was actually in, uh, this man, there's this man called I'm astrology readings. And that's kind of what he was talking about this morning. And there was actually a woman in there who is like, like she literally said, one of the things that she said was, you guys are making me aware that I need to do something with my life. And, um, part of that too, is I'm asking questions about like what one, one, what are your passions? And two, even if you can't see your, like, if you ultimately can't say like, oh, like me, like, you know, um, helping people, coaching, uh, astrology, those are things that I am passionate about. Um, Occult knowledge in general, like those are things that I am passionate about. Um, But there are some people who are like, I just have no idea. I raised kids and, you know, that was my life. And now it's just like, now what do you do? So then it's, if you can't figure out what you're passionate about, what are you angry about? What are the things that you are angry about and how can, how can, how can you turn that anger into something purpose-led? How can you, something, you know, something that you're angry about in society, how can you, how can you make an impact? So like, how can you be that change? What are the things, how can you turn that anger into, into, um, into impact? That is powerful. What are you angry about? Because you look back and all the times you've coached, I'm sure, and I've coached, the people that are not living a purposeful life are generally angry about something Mm -hmm. that's holding them back to that purposeful life or being their authentic self. I've never thought about that before. So, and for me also, so my first immediate answer, this is an astrology answer, but it's like our Chiron, which is our wounds. So, um, and it's in your, it's on your birth chart. So when you see where your Chiron is, for me, it's like looking at that wound. And then it's like, how can I help someone else? Like I've, I've worked through that wound. So how can I help someone else work through their wound? How can I help them to maybe either avoid that or to work through it? I love that because it's as humans, we attach meaning to everything from small to big. So it's looking at that wound. Let's say for me, I started doing drugs and drinking alcohol at 13. That, that was a pretty strong wound for me for a long time that I struggled talking about because the guilt that I caused my family, that pain, that's what was hard. Not necessarily the action part of it, but what I hurt everybody else in my actions. My meaning now is that that was the best thing that could have happened to me because I can help people now. 
but that could have hurt me for the rest of my life. So just go back and attach different meaning to it. That could have hurt you if you stayed in that victim mentality. Exactly. So go back to whatever wound, as we're talking about this, that you're thinking of, I did X, Y, and Z. I was this person, whatever wound, go back to attach a different meaning to it. And from there, hope that will help you to live a purposeful life because that'll give you the permission to grow, transform, most importantly, to find what you love and to begin to make an impact. Yes. Yes. Ah, man. Imagine if everyone, like, imagine what the world would be like if everyone worked on themselves. But then again, when people are high on the narcissism scale, they think that there's nothing that they need to work on. (laughs) That is too funny. So let's, uh, let's hear these results. If you're done, I'm 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 excited. You're like, Brayden, you're a narcissist. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but also, I mean, regardless of the results, uh, we know that we all have narcissism within us. Um, but the beauty of it is to see like where it is and then to analyze it. And how do we, how do we help ourselves get out of our own way? Okay. All right. So I scored 23 and you court scored 27. Um, so m- the 12 through 23 is your narcissism. Narcissism level is low. So like I barely got into that. And for 27, 24 to 36 is your narcissism level is average. But also with that you being average, it's you're still on that low scale of being average, right? Because it's 24 to 36 and you had a 27. So for the for the at your average level of um, your narcissism level is average. You are self-aware and understand how important it is to be assertive and have confidence and self-belief, but also be empathetic to others. You have what it takes to be a natural and gentle leader when the situation arises. And sometimes you need to take up this this mantle to protect vulnerable people around you. Keep listening, be modest, and be kind, and you will continue to develop into a balanced individual who can be successful without walking over others. Mm. And you know what? You know what mine says about me? Listen to this shit. You may have low levels of confidence and sometimes lack self-esteem, but you have a deep empathy for people around you. Be careful as you may be a target for narcissists who might want to manipulate your kind nature. Although having a low score narcissism is not a bad thing, It's worth considering how you can develop yourself to be more assertive and support yourself. If you have negative people around you, belittle in your efforts. Look at how you can spend less time with them and more time with people you support. And the wild thing about it is my North Node is in Aries. And if Paul, like there's this man that I am astrology reading, he's constantly telling me that I need to step into my North Node. I need to be more assertive. And like this just confer like this just confirms it and just makes me more upset because I know it's true. Ugh. Well, it's good to know how accurate this is. So it's like you actually have like the perfect amount of narcissism. Well, I and appreciate I, and I that. Need, <laughs> and I need some more. I need more narcissism. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love so this. <laughs> I love this, though, because I feel like it shines a light on empathy sounds like a good thing, but it can too much of it can be a bad thing. Because if you have too much empathy, you're probably actually allowing people to hurt you. 
Flip side of that, narcissism, too much of it can be a bad thing. And that word holds a lot of negative energy. But having the confidence that you are a leader to help people, so on and so forth, can be a good thing. You just need to have a balance. Yeah. Uh, Now, (laughs) (laughs) with that in mind, as far as today goes, Crystal, how can I, how can anybody listening serve you or follow you? Okay. I was like, what? Maybe maybe that's part of it too. Is like when you say that, that immediately makes me uncomfortable. When you say, how can someone serve me? I'm like, that just makes me uncomfortable. What do you mean by that? (laughs) That's fair to say. Uh, So uh, follow me on Instagram at survival to purpose. Um, That's all I got at the moment. (laughs) I love that. Fair to say. She does a lot of amazing content that will really serve anyone. And it's free. She chooses to do it. It's not a, I have to. She chooses to show up for you guys. So yes, follow her over there. And it's been amazing, Crystal. Today's been awesome. I know we we had a lot of fun with this podcast, doing those questions. I'm sure anybody following along did them as well. And most importantly, we serve people along the way. So thank you. I mean, you're a powerful individual. You have a light and don't let anybody manipulate you. Because <laughs> you, you have a lot of light to share with this world in an amazing uh, way. Thank you, Brayden. Now, my last question that I ask everybody is, what's your definition of a prosperous life? Mm, so my definition of a prosperous life is having balance, helping other people, um, being love and light, um, not being manipulated by other people, which is what I'm working on. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, you know, stepping into your purpose and not being afraid to go after what you want and desire in a healthy way, of course. I love that. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, Chris. I really appreciate it. Do you have any last words? Oh, man. Uh, Unlearn what society has told you and learn to be your authentic self. I absolutely love that. Well, with that in mind, I want to thank everybody here listening up to this point. Today, I do want to give a little tribute to my cousin. Four years ago today, my cousin passed away, which is super sad. He was amazing. And three things we talked about is purpose. He loved, he loved from what we saw. He had so much fun. He was a comedian. He knew he was funny. (laughs) He was hilarious. So know your worth. Know the value you serve people. And know you have a purpose here. Four years ago today, he is still making an impact. And I want him to give you guys the ability to be yourself. Don't forget the power you hold. With that in mind, if you you know somebody that has purpose and you just want to reiterate that they are serving a purpose here in this world, share the podcast. If you know somebody that can work on themselves, can start to become their authentic self. Share this podcast with them. 
that in mind, you all have a wonderful rest of your day. I just want to say one thing. I just want to point out something that you just did that is so beautiful that has been, uh, that I've been uh, talking about too, is uh, when you're going through that grieving part, the grieving portion of like losing someone and how you can do things in their honor um, to help with that grieving process. Like you miss them, but if you're still talking about them and you're still highlighting all the beautiful things that you did, that they did, you're still, they're still serving their purpose even after. So I love that you just talked about that. Thank you so much. I had to, it's, I love it. It's uh, everybody has a purpose to serve on or off this world. So thank you so much, Crystal. Thank you, Brayden.